it was me appreciating winter for sure. And that that year that I uh, put out the album Winter Song, I spent a lot of time skiing, uh, cross country skiing with my dog uh, on a trail that's like right behind was right behind our house. So I'd get out there and it, it was a, a not very well used trail. So the, I was alone most of the time, just me and my dog. And I just felt the, the music of skiing um, it has that rhythm to it. And, and that uh, all the different sounds that were going on, it was very quiet except for a few birds and sound of my skis. And so winter song is uh, as winter approaches and you're still thinking fall, uh, some of those colors kind of came out in my uh, in the music and uh, that baritone guitar uh, that I played it on uh, just really gave it a, a melancholy sort of uh, wintry vibe I know sometimes it seems winter freezes everything but what appears to be cold and still is only sleeping And sleep is when we dream Of the songs we want to sing From the darkness and the silence Comes a new refrain It's like the promise of love in the spring it's in the way that the sun makes me sing It's in the way that the autumn can bring a grateful tear to my eye We're speaking with Michael Monroe. He performs with Billy McLaughlin and John McAndrew at the Parkway in Minneapolis, February 4th. The show is from 6.30 till 9. And you're known as a guitar composer but, you know, there are probably a billion compositions out there. Why compose? Oh, I, oh I've pondered that myself. And, and yet, uh, a lot of it is just for the personal satisfaction of doing it. Because when I was uh, learning guitar, I was learning songs by my favorite artists, like James Taylor, Cat Stevens. And I'd listen to these progressions and the poetry behind it, and I'd go, wow, that just really says it. And I wanted to be able to do that too. And I've felt really fortunate that people relate and and are moved by the music that I write. So that's the, the why for me is the personal satisfaction and the uh, reaction uh, from people who are listening. That Simple Life song, people really gravitate towards it, especially people who live in the city. I wrote it about living off the grid in Hovland, Minnesota, no running water, no electricity, no phone, no internet. And what a great place to write, you know, no distractions. And I wanted to write about the simple life. A year into it, I realized that the simple life was not easy at all. I mean, there's a lot of hauling of water and chopping wood and plowing a three quarter mile driveway and all that stuff. And so I was going to be facetious about it at first. But um, as I was writing it, I'm looking out at this beautifully frosted trees in the middle of winter and just how picturesque the whole thing was and how at peace I felt 
and the song simple life came out and people say i want to live like that i want that simple life um so i get a lot of requests for that tune i gather wood right off our land split it for fire with my own hands draw my water from the spring when i can also we can live the simple life i just couldn't live in the city there's way too many roads and not enough trees i can only take it for a day or two then it's back to the simple life you know the the deep tone of the baritone guitar uh, might be one of the great underutilized guitar instruments because that deep tone really um, gets you well in your midsection. Oh yeah, yeah. When when I'm holding that guitar and playing it, those vibrations are getting me right right in the gut. Yes, and uh, and because I'm a baritone voice, it's it feels like I'm doing a duet with myself uh, when I'm playing that instrument. When you try to live simply, you're outdoors a lot, and you can't help but be affected by everything that's growing up around you, like like the trees. Yes. Oddly, living way up there in the north is when I met David Seaton, who built, built my guitars. Um, and one of them is a baritone that uh, the bird's eye poplar on the back and sides came from the north woods up there it came to headstrom lumber and uh the birch was wood that david found uh that was reclaimed from the bottom of lake superior 200 year old wood and uh spruce from his backyard when the uh huge straight line winds came through uh the boundary waters back in 99 uh he he looked out at it uh all these thousands of acres of trees that fell and said oh guitars <laughs> so those three woods went into that baritone guitar and he handed it to me and I brought it home and I was just playing a basic B progression that just as I was holding the guitar it was just vibrating with me and uh, I ended up writing a song about the trees and how the trees naturally recycle and how the trees uh, they're still providing for us stuff we have to have in life so it was an appreciation of the trees I'm kind of a tree hugger uh, in that I've always loved climbing trees as a kid, and I love uh, wood in, in its many forms. So I, I just love playing that song. We could take a lesson from the trees. We could take direction from the breeze. We could take a moment to see. Everything is as it should be. Michael Monroe singing and playing the guitar. Michael performs with two other Minnesota music masters, Billy McLaughlin and John McAndrew, 6.30 till 9 p.m. Sunday, February 4th at the Parkway Theater in Minneapolis. For information, the Parkway's URL is theparkwaytheater.com. Michael Monroe's web address is michaelmonroemusic.com. Com. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking. <laughs>